Welcome. My name is Ivan Vargas, and this is a criminal immigration case law podcast. Today, we are discussing matter of Al Sabsabi 28 INN decision 269 BIA 2021, decided on March 29, 2021 by the Board of Immigration Appeals. This case deals with the categorical approach, conspiracy, counterfeit currency, and crimes involving moral turpitude. This case holds that the Federal Offense Clause of the Federal Conspiracy Statute 18 U.S.C. Section 371 is divisible and the underlying crime is an element of the offense. Also, because the offense underlined the respondent's Federal Conspiracy Convention, namely selling counterfeit currency in violation of 18 U.S.C. Section 473 is a crime involving moral turpitude, his conviction for conspiring to commit this offense is likewise one for a crime involving moral turpitude. The facts of the case are as follows. Responding as a native and citizen of Syria who was admitted in 2013 as an LPR. In 2016, he was convicted of the offense of conspiracy in violation of 18 U.S.C. Section 371. DHS charged a respondent under 237A2A small i as an alien who within five years of admission, was convicted of a crime involving moral turpitude. The immigration judge in this case terminated removal proceedings. The IJ concluded that Section 371 is indivisible because its statutory language criminalizes only conspiracy and the underlying criminal object of a conspiracy is merely a means of committing conspiracy. DHS appealed, the BIA remanded. The BI remanded for the following reasons. It stated that as discussed recently in Nemes, the statute can be violated either by conspiring to defraud or by conspiring to commit another federal offense. In this case, respondent was convicted under the offense clause. Therefore, the board had to decide whether the offense clause is divisible based on the underlying crime that was the object of the conspiracy or whether the object of the conspiracy merely constitutes the means of unlawfully conspiring. The BIA looked to the jury instructions of the 10th Circuit, which explained that the defendant must know the essential objective of the conspiracy. This required the jury to determine whether the defendant had knowledge or a specific unlawful objective. Therefore, because knowledge of the essential objective is submitted to the jury, that strongly suggested that the criminal objective is an element of the conspiracy. The BIA also looked to the federal sentencing guidelines and reached the same conclusion. The board also clarified that this approach was consistent with a decade-old approach under which IJs looked to the offense underlying the conspiracy conviction to determine immigration consequences. This is so because absent a specific criminal purpose, there can be no shared criminal purpose, and without a shared criminal purpose, there can be no conspiracy. Therefore, the board concluded that under the offense clause of 371, the underlying offense that formed the criminal object of the conspiracy is an element of the conspiracy offense. Therefore, it follows that a conspiracy is a CIMT if the underlying criminal object is for a CIMT. CIMTs must have two essential elements, reprehensible conduct and a culpable mental state. This refers to conduct that is inherently base, vile, or depraved and, contrary to the accepted rules of morality and duties owed between persons or society in general. Crimes involving fraud inherently involve moral turpitude. 
the BI determined that the respondent was convicted for 18 U.S.C. 473. This statute reads, whoever buys, sells, exchanges, transfers, receives, or delivers false, forged, counterfeit, or altered obligations shall be guilty of the crime. The BI had little difficulty determining that 473 was inherently fraudulent. So, the board decided that because the underlying offense, a violation of Section 473, is categorically a crime involving moral turpitude, the respondent's conviction for having conspired to violate that statute is likewise a CIMT. The case was remanded. This is what the BIA decided on this case and what follows is why I disagree with the board on this case. I agree with the immigration judge. This federal conspiracy statute is indivisible and the various ways that it can be violated constitute different means to commit the crime. Even if a strong suggestion was enough to render a statute divisible, the offense clause would remain indivisible because it punished conduct that constitutes a CIMT and some conduct that doesn't. The same can be argued about the defraud clause as discussed in Nemes. And even if the conspiracy offense statute was divisible, an argument can be made that 473 is also indivisible. This statute penalizes receiving counterfeit obligations. That is analogous to possessing fraudulent visas and that conduct is not a CIMT as the board clarified in Nemes. So the conclusion can be reached that 473 is indivisible because it punishes receiving and that conduct is not a CIMT. Therefore, the statute punished conduct that is considered a CIMT and conduct that is not a CIMT. Therefore, it is indivisible and overbroad. Thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on how I can improve, please send an email to abogadoivanvargas at gmail.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only. For case-specific legal advice, listeners should consult an immigration attorney. Thanks again, and God bless. Thank you.